0: Big, Show. The Big Show Big, Show. Big, Show. Big Show. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice with bands such as Simon Fraser University in Vararian District. And many, many more playing G1 products. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Well, hello there and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Uh, Yes, we are back and it seems to be... Uh, Quite an eternity from when we last said hello to you guys, Um, because there's been so much happen in the piping world this past week. I don't know, it's just been insane. You would think that this is the off-season and we've got nothing really to talk about, but... (sighs) What's going on?! If anything, uh, you guys have been sending in emails complaining about the length of our podcast, saying that it's getting longer, and they're getting boring, Rob, come on. So, yeah, I hold my hands up. The podcasts are do seem to be getting longer, but it does take us that bit more time to get through all of the piping news, plus the topic of the week, so... I don't know, I'll hold my hands up. Yeah, folks, they are getting longer. Um, If you are so aggrieved, then definitely get your commentary into us, and, yeah, we'll try and shorten things down. Perhaps we'll, you know, we'll cut some of the stories out. We'll maybe shorten the show a bit. Um, All of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, commentary all well received, guys, so thank you. Uh, But, yes, by way of an introduction... Welcome, this is The Big Rab Show. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Talking about everything from the bagpiping world, be it the folk music and Celtic music scene, all the way to our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. That's what we know and love, and that's what we talk about each and every week here on The Big Rap Show! <laughs> Woo! Now, there's no stopping me today, I tell you. I have had... Um, a huge big packet of one of my favourite sweets, actually, that I haven't had in a long time. Starburst. A lot of you probably don't know what Starburst is. But, yeah, I used to call them opal fruits back in my day. Anyway, I'm rambling now, but I'm full of e-numbers and let's go the podcast, man! Yes! Okay, let's get through the domestics first of all, shall we? Um, a load of you guys out there currently ordering... Big Rab Show merch. You've been flat out this past couple of weeks. I don't know what's going on, um, but thank you to absolutely everyone who's been purchasing stuff. Uh, I think our supplier are flat to the mat, as they say, but we just can't get them out the door fast enough. So there is a bit of a log jam uh, between orders coming in and hopefully getting the merch in the mail. So bear with us. We're doing what we can. Uh, we're trying to keep up with demand. At the minute, it's like crazy. Um, so each and every purchase of Rab Show merch really does mean the world and I know we say it every week um so yeah tons of stuff flying out the door and just to let you know we are doing the best we can to get your merchandise to you as, as soon as possible um so a lot of piping fans out there obviously love the show and are helping support the show by buying a rab show hoodie or a t-shirt or even a towel all that sort of stuff you can head along to the big there's a little shop icon over there go and check it out we've got tons of new merch and stuff that we launched there this year It's all real good stuff. Uh, If anything, I would recommend the deluxe hoodie, uh, the black and red deluxe hoodie with the G1 embroidered on the arm and stuff. It's very cool. Really cozy, actually. They're quite thick hoodies. They're not kind of the, you know, the wind will blow through this kind of thing. This is real kind of heavy, you know, real cuddly warm hoodie. So it's kind of good for this time of year. So if you have a piping fan in the house and you do think that they would like some Rab Show merch, then... You have to get your order in soon. Uh, We have now an official cut off with our supplier. Uh, So you need to have your orders in by the 1st of December to guarantee Christmas delivery. So yes, if you are considering getting some Rab Show merch, you have until the 1st of December to get your orders in. So go and have a look at the shop now. And uh, yeah, you have been forewarned depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Of course, this date may already passed. And if that's the case, then you can email us and we'll do our best to try and sort you out for the big day. But we've been told December 1st is the cutoff. So, there you go. Also, shout out to our Patreon faithful. Go on the Patreon, lads. You are all absolutely awesome and you've been really killing it over there on Patreon this last while. We've been uploading a lot of exclusive patreon stuff just for the patreon faithful and you guys have been really enjoying it back there in the patreon room so thank you everyone who's clicked support over there and also patreon faithful people uh, managed to get a little bit of a discount on the uh, the big rab show store uh Whenever I say a little discount, it's actually quite a big one. So, there you go. If you are part of the Patreon faithful, go and check out the shop. And then, yes, you can partake of your special little Patreon exclusive discount. So, there you go. That's a little incentive. Also, we have two other special offers that are currently on the go. We have still the same ones that we had this last number of weeks. Of course, we have the offer with Rhythm Monster. And a lot of you guys are signing up currently at Rhythm Monster. Uh, So our promo code for Rhythm Monster for money off. You get 10% off at the checkout if you sign up. Just use our promo code BIGRABMONSTER. I don't mean, mean to repeat myself, but you guys know the score. That's what you need to do to save money just by listening to the podcast. Also, don't forget our special offer with The Piper's Dojo. Uh, Just go to BigRabShow.com forward slash dojo and you can read all about our special offer with them. And uh, yeah, you get a whole test drive of uh, Dojo Premium for 30 days for just $1. So there you go. Go and check that out. It's on the Rab Show page right now. TheBigRabShow.com Now, our website actually this past week has been struggling and I don't know why. What is going on? It seems to be a lot of people have been checking out the store and stuff and a lot of the content on there. And our website has been receiving quite a lot of traffic this last week. Don't know what, quite what's going on, but brilliant to see. Thank you, everyone who's checking out our website. Keep it going until it crashes. I don't care. Just, yeah, visit dot I'd love to see you over there. Okay, that's the domestics out of the way. Ooh, mm-hmm. That's not out of the way just yet. I had one extra. Hmm. I forgot to mention this actually on last week's podcast. Now for those of you who know, we have been working in conjunction with the Piper's Dojo this last while. Well, for those of you in the know and possibly who are involved in the Piper's Dojo at the moment, you will know that their annual tuning workshop is coming up soon. So yeah, May the 1st to May the 3rd in 2020 in Troy in New York is the Piper's Dojo annual tuning clinic now if you would like more information about this tuning clinic as well as where you go to register and sign up and all the rest then um for now all i'll really say is yeah, just give me a message. You can email us in. We've got a, a special link on there that will give you all sorts of information and stuff and perhaps a little discount as well. <laughs> I'll just drop that in there. So if you are interested in going to this tuning clinic, then certainly get in contact with us at The Big Rab Show and we'll hook you up and give you all the full details. But again, this is the Dojo Annual Tuning Clinic on May 1st to May 3rd, 2020. That's going to be held in Troy in New York. If you would like to go... Um, to this tuning clinic, and let's face it, who wouldn't? Uh, because you do have some of the best in the business involved in this, and they will teach you every single intricacy there is to learn about how to tune uh, the great Highland bagpipe. So there you go. Get in contact with us if you are interested, and uh, yeah, we'll send you our exclusive link uh with yeah a little appropriate discount or two in there, thrown in for good measure. So if you are considering signing up to that, yeah, definitely get in contact with us. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, right, I think that's the domestics taken care of, all of our promotions and such. Um, I want to get right into the thick of it. Now, a couple of podcasts ago, we had a competition uh, where we were giving away two free copies of the B-flat bagpipe tuner. Now, a lot of you guys actually had been entering our competition, and it was quite simple actually, uh, for fans of the show. And even if you weren't a fan, you could go back and quite easily find the answer. We were asking you the question... At Big Rap Show Live at Pipe and Live 2019, who was the first act to hit the stage? Well, a lot of you guys knew the answer to this, because obviously, a lot of you ones listen to the podcast each and every week, and a lot of you guys really loved that episode. So, yes, Big Rap Show Live was kicked off in style by the band Trist. Yeah, and a lot of you guys got the right answer, of course... And a load of you guys have entered our competition as a result. So, who are our winners of yeah the two copies of the B-Flat Tuning app? Now, I have to stress, this could be for Android or iOS. Uh, for Apple products, doesn't matter which device that you use. Um, if I read your name out right now, get in contact with us and we'll hook you up uh, with either an Android copy or an Apple copy. Depending on what device you want to put it on. But we have a free copy of the B-flat tuning app. And uh, congratulations goes to, mm, drumroll, Ray Spangler. Yeah! Go on, Ray, you legend. Congratulations, mate. All the way from New Jersey and the United States, you've picked yourself up a free copy of the B-flat bagpipe tuner. But it's not over. We've got one more to announce. Dum dum, dum. So, who's the second winner? <laughs> Pause for suspense. Our second winner of the B-Flat Tuning app goes to Robert Larkham. Yay! Awesome stuff. There you go, of course, of JoyfulNoiseBagpiping.com. Shout out to you, Robert. Awesome stuff. So you are the winner. Uh, Well, both of you, Ray and Robert, both you have won yourselves copies of the B-Flat Bagpipe Tuning app. Fantastic stuff. There you go. All right, let's get on to other things. Oh, I have to say, uh, by the way, a very special thank you to Matt Fraser... Uh, for that giveaway. Uh, if you haven't won a copy of the app, don't dismay, the app is still for sale. You can go now and check it out. It's on the Google App Store or you know, the Apple App Thing Store, whatever that is. And uh, yeah, you can go check it out, download it. And honestly, it does have the Big Rab Show seal of approval. I have seen it working. I know that it's incredibly accurate. And uh, yeah, I would nearly recommend it because... the say nearly. I would recommend it because I know such bands as Hawthorne, Canterbury. I think Invercargill use it as well. Loads of bands use this app to loads of success. So definitely worth using. There you go. A good app to have in your arsenal. Now, speaking of email. Our email address is bigrabshow at gmail.com. Uh, it's been kind of quiet this last while. Well... Kind of quiet, but yeah, a lot of commentary coming through on the uh, favourite recordings episode last week. A lot of people just basically saying, great episode, and thank you everyone. Uh, It was fantastic to hear so many people enjoyed uh, what I thought would be boring stories, but nope, turned out everyone seemed to love them, so thank you everyone. With tons of suggestions and stuff for other recordings that you guys out there really enjoyed and stuff, that's what we want. However... One of the biggest misses is that no one is giving us the reasons why these are your favourite recordings. Tons of emails are coming in saying, oh, has to be Simon Fraser, Live Down Under, ah, cracking album. Yes, it is a cracking album. But why is it special to you, is the question. Also, again, tons of, you know... A commentary coming in saying, yeah, we loved the 78th live in Ireland. Yes, we loved Inspired in Belfast. We loved all of these incredible albums. But again, no associated story attached to them. That's what we need, folks. We really need the story behind why these recordings mean so much to you. And that's what we're trying to get. So if you can email us your story behind your favorite recordings, email us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, like I said, we did get some criticism, and uh, this one comes in from Jody. He says, Hi, Rob. I've been listening to the podcast now for a while and have noticed your podcasts are becoming longer and longer. My commute to work is only for one hour, so I have to listen to your show in two parts. And uh, before, I was able to listen in one sitting. Can you please address this? Uh, Because (laughs) I do not like having to sit for half an hour on my bus journey home listening to nothing. After your show has ended. Either that or extend your show to two hours. Many thanks. Love the show. <laughs> Jody. Um Yeah, Jody, sorry about that. Um extending the show to two hours, I think it would be far too much. And yes, I did mention it at the start of the show, apologies folks, yes, our podcasts have been getting longer. But like I said, there's been so much news to get through this last while. That's why they've been so long. So, I don't know, perhaps we're trying to tighten them in. Like I said, maybe we'll drop some of the news stories. Or if you guys are happy with the length of the podcasts and they're not too long and you like them the way they are, then yeah, they're kind of freeform. We don't time them specifically. We don't have a stop clock here, you know, at an hour and 55. We must stop talking. We'll just keep going until the topic's done. Do you know what I mean? Um, So, just look at Rab Show Live and stuff. Those shows there are like a couple of hours long. Um, But, Yeah, I don't know. If you guys have any commentary and stuff, then certainly send us in an email. Now, this next email comes in from Paul. He says, Hey, Rab. Been a fan of the show for the longest time. I am also hashtag one of the six, a massive fan of the Chandler Rant podcast. Well, there you go, Paul. Yes, aren't we all? Uh, He goes on to say, um, Do you realize... um, between yourselves and Chanerant, there seems to be a bit of an apparent war going on at the moment with every episode of Chanterant. The guys are making commentary on the Big Rab show and picking holes in your content. What are your thoughts on this? Is there an apparent war between the two podcasts? They're coming up on episode One hundred very soon. Very excited for that, and congratulations to the guys at Chanterant. Please tell me there is no battle. Ongoing between the Big Rab Show and Chandorant, two of my favourite piping podcasts. Many thanks. Hashtag Big Rab Show <laughs> and hashtag one of the six Paul. Paul, thank you, mate. Again, appreciate your email. And this kind of brings it me into my very first yeah news story. But yeah, let's say if everyone else wants to send us in an email, you can if you have an associated commentary like Paul. You can email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com is our email address. Plus, you can get voicemails. We really want voicemails. We've had a real drought on voicemails. And if anything, we're rolling into Christmas and the holiday season and all of that. So we'd love to hear from you before the big day. What are your plans? Are you be playing at any events coming up through you know through the holiday season and all of that? You know, with Hugman A and everything. That's obviously a real exciting time for bagpipers. So, yeah. Get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. This is your show. We are the show for the bagpiping folks. So if the bagpiping folk don't get involved, then there's no show. So get in contact with us. BigRabShow at gmail.com Alright, let's talk about around, shall we? I'm always a bit reluctant to do this because... um. A lot of people out there really think there's animosity between the two shows. Now, for those of you who aren't aware of who Chanter Rant is, because I'm sure a lot of my audience don't actually listen to Chandler Rant, and yeah, possibly for different reasons, uh, but Chanter Rant is more on the mature side, let's say that. They have conversations that can be really quite adult and quite coarse at times, and they make no apology about it either. So a lot of foul language, some real dodgy subject areas (laughs) and stuff, but seriously entertaining is what I would uh, hazard. So yeah, I've been a fan of Chantarant since they've launched. I've been a friend of Josh and Andy since they come over and yeah, they were over playing with Bally Braced at the time. And I met them and they were on the Big Rab Show. They were on my radio show on Fuse. Um, and yeah, hung out with the guys for two hours and just interviewed them on the air and just had the best crack with them. And then I think that's what kind of started the whole Chantoran idea. So I told them, yes, go for it, do it, do it, you need to do it. So do what they have, and here they are. They're nearly up on episode 100, Paul, you're quite right. I have uh, sent in various different voicemails from throughout their 90 odd episodes. I am a fan of Chantoran and. Yeah, Paul, you're not alone. There's a lot of people out there who really seem to think that I have a real bone to pick with the guys at Chanter Rant. Now, yes, granted, the guys on Chanter Rant can be a bit coarse. They can be uh, borderline uh, offensive sometimes to some people. (laughs) I don't know. They really do dance that fine line, you know. Uh, But that's what the show is. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? That That's the whole shtick, if you want. That's their thing. Uh, so, yes, they mention our show quite a lot. And yes, they do mention me quite a lot. But I think that's because I'm a mate of theirs. You know? I am a friend of them. And this is what people don't seem to understand. We're mates, and mates love to slag each other off. Now, granted, I don't really slag off Chant on my show because I, yeah, I'm, I love their show, and I, I couldn't slag it off. I really enjoy it. However... <laughs> What a place to put it, however. Sometimes they can be real close to the knuckle. And, uh, yeah, sometimes I like to kind of step back from it and think, oh, lads, what are you doing? And uh, there has been some episodes and some things that they've been talking about on their show and all the rest. I'm thinking, ooh, that's a bit rough. So, yeah. I would urge you, if you are going to go and listen to the guys at Chanter Rant, then listener discretion is advised, definitely. It's not for the young kiddos in the car, so definitely have headphones on if you're you're going to consider listening to this. It's not for the faint-hearted. And they do occasionally talk about bagpipes. Go figure. A bagpiping podcast, and every now and again they do talk about piping. Um, But, yeah, there is absolutely no animosity between the two podcasts. There's no fighting here. There's no controversy. Sorry, guys. As much as people might seem to want it, no. There's no fighting between our two podcasts. I don't know how many times I need to say it and put it across. (laughs) But there's no fighting. There's no animosity. I don't have a bone to pick with them. Nothing like that. Those guys have their own thing going, and it's very successful. They have this thing, hashtag one of the six, because they thought they'd only get six listeners. Well... (laughs) Here they are, nearly 100 odd episodes later, and going from strength to strength to strength. They're incredibly popular, and for good reason. I think some people likened it to a car crash. You just can't turn away. And sometimes that's what turnaround is. These guys turn up to record a podcast and start drinking. And by the end of the podcast, it could end up anywhere. And uh, and a lot of times, sometimes the podcast does end up anywhere. Uh, So... Yeah, it's not an advertisement for Chandler, I did want to comment, we did get a number of emails about this over the last few weeks, uh, saying that they were having a real dig at the Rab Show, they are having a real pop at us, uh, saying that Josh had said this, and Andy had said that. And um, yeah, they do say these things, and they do mean it in jest, it is a joke, there's, there's nothing here that's being said with any venom, I'll say that. Because when people point this stuff out to me, they go, "Oh, did you hear this on episode?" Da 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 da. Yeah, I did hear. I listened to every episode. I love the show, and um, yeah, I listened to it. And ach, it's a joke, you know. The people poking fun—that's what it is. Eh, you know. I think I've said enough on this point. Uh, suffice to say, I am a massive fan of the guys at Chandra Rant. I love what Andy and Josh are doing over there. As irreverent as they are, I am a fan of freedom of speech. So they can say and do as they please over there. Uh, we are the Big Rab Show. We'll continue doing our own content over here. And doing our own thing and trying to do what we do. And the guys in Chandaran will do the same, I am sure. So, but collectively, we are involved in this bagpiping world, as crazy as it may be. So there's room for all of us, I would say. So, those of you out there looking for controversy, uh, no, there isn't any. Apologies. All right. <laughs> wow, that was a big explanation, wasn't it? A bit of a rant there. Get down off your soapbox, Rob, you big Jesse. Okay. All right. Time to get into some actual piping news. Okay. Time for the piping news and kicking things off with a new release. Now, this one was quite, yeah, quite exciting, actually. Horace Piping. Now you guys know Graham Harris, of course. We've had him on the show a number of times over there on Fuse. Uh, well, Graham Harris has actually re- released a new book. This one's called the Harris Piping Christmas Collection, where they have twenty carols and Christmas tunes to be able to play on the great Highland bagpipes. Now, come on, who would have thought that you could play Christmas carols and stuff like Jingle Bells, and you could play Jingle Bells? All that sort of stuff, but tons of actual, you know, Christmassy tunes and stuff that you can play on Highland Pipes. And this is it now, formally written down on music. Now, I do know, I've played with other bands, I've played at Christmas events and stuff. And um, the notes, the notation for it is written on the back of a, you know, cigarette box or something. I've seen them scribbled in the back of cardboard boxes and learnt that way. Um, but this is now something, a proper manuscript. It's a real, you know, it's, it's a really great book, to be honest. I've had a look at it. And, you know, they give you some of the story behind the actual tune, the music itself, and then how, you know, it was compo- transposed over onto Highland Pipes and stuff. It's very interesting. So, there you go. Shout out to the Horace Piping Christmas Collection. You can get copies of that, of course, on all good retailers, including Amazon. Of course, you can get Amazon as well. So, you can get it internationally. So, that's the Horace Piping Christmas Collection. Hmm. Now, I have to give a shout out to businesses, Okay because I'm very aware that a lot of you guys listening to this podcast right now will be celebrating Thanksgiving. Yay! Happy Thanksgiving, all my American mates. Um, I'm sure you're filling your face with turkey and cranberry and all having just the best crack over there. And if anything, I think uh, my team in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, are playing the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, so go Bills! Uh, I don't fancy our chances against the Cowboys, but you never know. Go Bills! Um, so, <laughs> yes, happy Thanksgiving to all of my American mates. Now, one thing that we have kind of took from the US, uh, we still don't really celebrate Thanksgiving here in the UK, of course, but we do celebrate Black Friday. Ha <laughs> ha Don't we ever. And uh, yeah, tons of retailers are currently involved in doing Black Friday deals, including G1. G1 Reads have a Black Friday sale. Of course Lone Star Piper as well. Has all sorts of amazing offers on their website. And Harris Kilts as well have a Black Friday sale. Which have been running all week by the way. Not just on Friday. But yes if you are interested in getting some bag piping swag. Then you need to get yourself online and get on pretty sharpish on Black Friday. Because tons of online piping retailers are involved in Black Friday sales. So like I said. Lone Star Piper has an incredible amount of stuff on there on offer on his website coming into Friday. So Black Friday, go to Lone Star Piper. Uh, trust me, tons of great offers on there as well as g1reads.com. He's going to have tons of stuff over there. You have platinum chanters for sale of drone reads, uh, water moisture systems. There's so much stuff that you... you pff, it's ridiculous. So, yes, that would be my advice. I'm not going to sit and read loads of advertisements for tons of, uh, you know... Retailers and stuff, uh, but Akatabui Bagpipes, G1 Raids, Lone Star Piper, Harris Kilts, everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Now, I have to say, there are some places right now that have completely shut up shop. Now, this was quite interesting. Um, I think one of the ones now... let me yeah, I think there's been a few that's actually going to be shutting up shop very soon. Uh, shout out goes to Wallace Bagpipes, apparently, who will be closing their doors for online orders very soon. You can check their website for full details, but I do think that they've received so much orders uh, for this incoming Christmas period that they g- they can't actually keep up with demand. And have had to close their online store. So you can go and check their website for further details. Uh, further, you know, Just go along, wallacebagpipes.com check out the whole details on whether you can order or not uh but yeah tons of online retailers that, um, yeah i'm gonna miss someone and someone's gonna get annoyed that i didn't mention them so but yeah they are. black friday sales just telling you now happy thanksgiving to all my american mates shout out to all you guys in stone mountain and atlanta and uh Everywhere else I was. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I hope you all have the very best Thanksgiving season. And uh, yeah, here's rolling into Black Friday. If you are going to be doing some Black Friday shopping, actually, for bagpiping gear, get in contact with us. Let us know what you're looking for. And if we could find you a specific deal, then hopefully we could try and help you. Again, email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or again, of course, you can just go and search yourself. Use those websites websites that I've just told you. Uh, They are possibly some of the best sources for online retail. So, yeah, there you go. Shameless plug, no doubt, but a plug well worth it. All right. Speaking of bagpipe companies, shout out goes to McCallum Bagpipes. Go on, McCallum. Now, why am I giving McCallum Bagpipes a shout? Well, as you guys know, we've talked about this on our podcast about bagpiper Alistair Murray. Now, you guys know that name as soon as I mention it. Alistair and his wife obviously had a bit of a catastrophic event in their life there, well, a while ago now, where their house had burnt down. And they'd lost everything. With only the clothes they had on their backs. And thanks to a neighbour who actually managed to rescue their dogs. They essentially lost everything. Now Alistair. You know he was involved in the bagpiping scene. And had his own business. Murray's and uh, yeah it, you guys know Alistair Murray I don't, I don't even have to tell you about him but yes a lot of companies reached out as a result to try and help Alistair get back on his feet again it seemed to be a real feel good story for the bagpiping world it was a horrible horrific event for Alistair and family but yeah, something incredible happened in the bagpiping world where everyone just gathered together and helped him get back on his feet. Now Harris Kilts Shout-out to them, uh, Kim, and everyone. They've provided an outfit, a full Highland rig-out for him. Uh, so, obviously, like, you know, shirt, tie, tunic, waistcoat, kilt, socks, brogues, the whole nine yards, because, obviously, he'd lost everything. So, they give Alistair a full Highland rig-out. Now, so, shout-out to harskilt Kilt. You guys are awesome! Also, to McCallum Bagpipes, which is why they're getting the shout-out this week. Uh, so, apparently, through Willie McCallum and Bruce Gandy... Uh, they were asked to give Alistair a set of SL4 mcrae pipes uh, by Stuart Little, of course. So, yeah. Apparently, before the fire, Alistair was actually playing a set of these and uh, had purchased them himself. And these were the pipes that he was using as his go-to. So, we lost those. So, of course, McCallum said, yeah, of course we're going to give them. So, yeah, they give them a set of these uh, sl4 bagpipes so shout out to you uh so mccallum bagpipes what an incredible story and if anything it's one that just continues to get better and better because alistair himself put it out online there recently on social media saying about how overwhelmed he is about the kindness and generosity of everyone in the bagpiping world and how him and his family are now gradually getting back on their feet to an even keyless to where they were um so you know before this tragic event so i have to say Again, it shows that the bagpiping world is a small world, uh, but it's also, yeah, you know, very helpful in a way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We all kind of band together and help each other as much as we're competing against each other sometimes. And we might hit each other's guts when the chips are down. You know, we're all mates at the end of the day. We all love this music for the re- the same reasons. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so that is it's quite a heartwarming story so shout out to you alistair hope you are feeling well mate and uh i hope everyone is getting gradually back into on their feet as they say as after the result of all of this and shout out to all the amazing companies and people who've ran gofundme pages and stuff like that you guys are awesome and it is a real testament to the bagpiping world how all of this has all happened so fantastic stuff all right swiftly moving on on to another news story The RSPBA themselves in headquarters have put out a couple of news stories and um, mm, we would be remiss not to mention them. Now, everyone listening to the podcast right now, you should be aware that if you are in the UK, you have until the 30th of November to have your UK registered band fee paid. So you need to get this done by the 30th of November. Otherwise, you're going to get a 20% penalty. Now, this all falls under Rule 3.1. So, yeah, if you don't have it paid by the 30th of November, you'll get a 20% uplift, all that sort of stuff. So, they're asking you now to go along to the RSPBA.org, go and pay your bill, your registration fee. uh, You need to get it in, all right? So, there you go. You have until the 30th. You've been told, all right? You've been told! Flying on to another little bit of a news story from the RSPBA. There's been quite a bit actually bounce out from these guys. On the 24th of November, they published new prescribed tunes for the 2020 season. Yes, so now if you are interested in the prescribed tunes list, I think these are the map tunes actually. We have three new two-part marches. We have four new two-parts to spays, And one new 4 part to for the 2020 competition season. So... If, at this stage, you haven't already got your medley set in stone, and, let's face it, this was announced in November, and most bands will already have this done by now. So, RSPBA, you've been caught napping here, I think. Uh, but the prescribed tune list for the 2020 season was announced late November. Uh, yeah, if you are interested, you can go and have a look and see what these new tunes are, but most bands by now would have had their medley sorted by them. So, Yeah, I don't know. Kind of missed the boat there, RSPBA. But, ah, well, who knows? We may get these prescribed tunes a little earlier next year. Also, on the 21st of November, just after last week's podcast, actually, the RSPBA put out on their own social media platform on their Facebook page. Now, I don't know whether you managed to catch this or not, but this started a lot of commentary. And not all for the right reasons, let me say. RSPBA, at the moment, really don't, seem to be doing themselves any favours. Now, obviously you guys know we've talked all about the redevelopment of the new headquarters in Washington Street. Well, on the 21st of November, that sounds like a Christmas song, on the 21st of November, RSPBA give to me something to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, they say just to let people know that RSPBA has moved back into our newly refurbished headquarters. oh. There have been a couple of small technical issues, but they have been sorted. Please be patient if you're waiting for anything. Thank you for your patience and understanding over the last 18 months. Aww. So they're all moved in. Congratulations RSPBA on your brand new home. We hope that you find it well and it finds you well. And uh, yeah, when's the house warming and all of that. Now... This statement started all sorts of controversy, as I'm sure you can imagine, because at present, us here on The Big Rab Show, we had sent them numerous, I mean numerous, emails asking them all sorts of questions about this that we had raised on our previous podcast. Tons of stuff asking all about the redevelopment, the expenditure, the money, blah, blah, blah. All of that was sent to RSPBA asking them for answers. And to date we've got nothing. Now, could this be the reason why we've got nothing? Because, essentially, they were moving house. Maybe they had to unplug the email machine. And, um, yeah, well, they're now saying because of their small technical issues, maybe they might have their email machine plugged back in. So we might get a response from RSPBA. Here's hoping. Um, But we have been told, unofficially, wait until March. You'll get an update like everybody else at the AGM. Um. So we'll we will. So there you go. So uh, yeah, they are now moved into their new house. Whether your views on that are a positive one or a negative one, I'll leave that up to you. Uh, but congratulations, RSPBA, on your new flashy headquarters. Uh, I don't know if all the jokes online are true or not. Whether there was a hot tub installed or not. <laughs> I think that was just completely a joke. Um, but, yeah, tons of online commentary, as I'm sure you can imagine. And uh, some of it positive, a lot of it negative, And, yeah, gives us tons to talk about. As, as far as ourselves and the Rab Show, uh, yeah, welcome to your new office. We hope it finds you well. But we really hope that you get round to responding to some of our questions, RSPBA. Please, come on. Yeah, all right. Let's fly on. The next little bit of news... Um, uh, pipers around the world unite! Unite! Now that sounds like a rallying call, doesn't it? Yes, VE Day 75.org wants to hear from you. They are looking for bagpipers, uh, solo pipers, and pipe bands around the world to get involved in the celebration of VE Day, which is Victory in Europe Day, for those of you who don't know the history, which is the 75th anniversary. Now it's being celebrated on the 8th to the 10th of May. And for full details, uh, I think they want all pipers around the world to play The Battle's o'er. Now, this will think, I think, was accomplished there a while ago, but they're now redoing it again when this time's for VE Day 75. So, for more information on this and how to register your band and how to get involved in all of this, uh, go along to veday75.org forward slash register. Now, full information's all up there. I'm not going to sit here and read all of the instructions, uh, but suffice to say, is what they want really is your band to play the ore on the 8th of May at 3pm local time. So whoever you are out there, lift your pipes, register on the website, and then play the ore at 3pm local time, wherever you are on the 8th of May. And then send in your high-res video clip. No later than the 31st of January apparently they want this all recorded but then on the 8th of May to play it as well in the 3pm. It's all a bit confusing but suffice to say go along to the website for full information about how you can register, what's required of you and all of this. And um, be part of something special because I think the last one drew thousands of Pipers from around the world who got involved in all of this. So... Yeah, it's a real special occasion, and uh, yeah, the celebration of VE Day, the 75th anniversary, sure, certainly is one to be well marked. So yeah, if you would like to get involved, go along, VEDay75.org forward slash register, and that's you can get all your details over there. All right, speaking of websites, on to the next news story, PipesDrums.com! PipesDrums.com! Yeah, PipesDrums.com had quite an interesting article that sparked quite a lot of debate. And I'm not going to get into the debate right now, but suffice to say, it is quite an interesting article. I'm talking about Ian McClellan or Richard Parks, which pipe major is the greatest of all time? Now, this reminds me of the kind of news story that you would sit and talk about in the bar or in your front room, or you would argue about it with your mate at band practice. These are the kind of questions that us in the bagpiping world we constantly debate: who's the best pipe major? uh stuart little or alan tolly <laughs> go and then you know you have the debate about who's better or who's the better drummer uh, stephen McWhorter or stephen Crichton. do you know what i mean and then in- this is the argument so conversations like this happen all the time it's really interesting to see you know pipes Drums.com, who consider themselves to be a real you know bona fide source of piping news um debating such a topic so it was really interesting to see that they actually appointed a panel of people to analyze this who <laughs> who is the most and the best of all time so go and read it they do reach a conclusion i'm not going to spoil it uh, but go along have a look at pipesdrums.com where they do debate this topic ian McClellan versus richard parks and um, I would also like you to read the article, but also think to yourself, this is PipesDrums.com. Is it a quiet news week and they're making up stories now? You know, debate sort of things like this. I don't know. I am a fan of PipesDrums.com. It's just very unusual to see them debating such things like this. Unusual, but fun. So there you go. Go and draw your own conclusions. Who do you think, by the way? Ian McClellan or Richard Parks? I know who I, I know who I have got my money on. Anyway, go and check out that article. It's very entertaining. Definitely worth a read. Okay, flying on, on another news story, us on The Big Rap Show, we really want to say a massive congratulations to Alicia Dixon-Hamilton and her husband Dave on the birth of their baby girl. Oh, oh, oh so cute. I was so happy when I read this news. Um, so Alicia, as you guys know, has been part of our World's Prediction podcast this year and also our World's Wrap-Up of course she is our drum major extraordinaire and uh, yeah, a oh, great friend of the show and we are so happy for um, the new family arrival. So congratulations to Alicia and Dave on the birth of your baby girl and we're so stoked for you. So congratulations. And uh, also to Matt Boyd Memorial, uh, who published the news in the first place. Thank you, Matt Boyd. Uh, so, yeah, congratulations, Alicia. That's awesome news. We're all sorts of chuffed. Now, it's keeping it in the Cookstown area when I'm talking about Matt Boyd Memorial, shout-out goes to Tolly Lagan Pipe Band, who had their development band, who were performing at the Christmas Lights Switch On here in Cookstown in Northern Ireland. And it was all live-streamed, of course, on the Rab Show Facebook page, so you can go back, have a listen. These kids up there played a storm and uh, given the conditions, I thought they played incredibly well because the conditions were absolutely freezing and the, the, I was standing shivering trying to film these guys. It was so cold. It was nearly oh, awful. You could nearly see the steam rising out from the bags and everything. It was just horrific. So how they managed to blow a tone and then put on a performance they did and their kids... Yeah, shout out to you guys at Tully Lagan. Fantastic stuff. If you are interested, go along to the Big Rab Show Facebook page. You can go and check it out. The performance is all up there now. Okay, piping in Inverness 2020. Woo! Has just opened its doors to ticket sales. Now, this is all sorts of interesting because there was all sorts of rumours about this competition. Tons of people were actually messaging us saying, Will there be a European Championship next year, Rab? Hashtag Brexit. Now... Um, Yeah, the answer at that time was I didn't know. I honestly didn't know whether we would have a European Championship or not. Well, it's been confirmed. We are having a European Championship in Inverness. So, yeah, tickets went on sale on Friday the 22nd. You can go to pipinginverness.com. Go and grab your tickets. I'm not sure what the price is quite yet. But um, looking at last year's event, I think tickets are going to be well worth it. Because from all reports... Uh, The piping in Inverness event was nothing but a roaring success. And reading the press release that they put out, uh, they're saying that they're hoping to increase the vendors. They're looking to increase things for kids and for families, as well as food stalls, all that sort of stuff. So they're just looking to improve and make it better for next year. So... I can't wait for Piping Inverness 2020. A European Championship, baby! So, yeah, they're hoping to attract well over 100 bands from around the world, including Australia and America. And last year, they apparently attracted over 17,500 visitors to this competition. So, that's not to be sneezed at. So, it is a major in the calendar, and I'm glad that we haven't lost it. So, yeah, shout out to you guys at Piping Inverness. And RSPBA, we have a European Championship. Even though we may well have gone through Brexit by that stage. I guess we'll have to wait and see how that all shakes down. Hmm. Imagine that. Big rap show. Talking about Brexit. Ooh, getting heavy, mate. Alright, fly on. Get something a bit more lighthearted. hearted uh, Shout out to the Spirit of 76 Pipe Band. Yes! Now, these guys, of course, will be taking part in the Virginia International Tattoo. The VTAT, as everyone knows it. And, yeah, they put out something quite exciting. They will be playing... A full set of Axial drums from the British Drum Company. Oh, my God! (laughs) Oh, I'm all sorts of excited for this. Yeah, VTAT will see the Spirit of 76 pipe band playing a full set of Axial drums from the British Drum Company. Oh, baby, that's exciting. Now, the reason why it's exciting is because they also published a photograph of what these things would look like. And oh, do they look good! Now I know I'm being a typical drummer and I'm slobbering over drums, but these look class. They're like a uh, silver with the you know the sparkle going through them and the silver hardware, and it oh, oh, these drums look great. So I can't wait to hear them. So <clears throat> exciting news from the guys at the Spirit of '76 Pipe Band, and also to the British Drum Company, uh, who are seem to be getting more and more bands who are lifting these products. So oh, very exciting stuff. Uh, Also, shout out to Manor Cunningham pipe band. Speaking of drums, they're actually selling their full set of Premier HTS 800s. I think there's six in total for sale, uh, plus their one Pearl percussion bass drum. So they're selling one bass drum and six, uh, yeah, six snares. So, like the guys at Manor Cunningham have looked after these instruments incredibly well, and uh, yeah, you guys know that Manor managed to get some proper decent tone out of these drums. So, if you are interested, they are inter- you know they want to hear from you. So, contact Manor Cunningham Pipe Band via the social media. They want to hear from you if you are interested in picking these up. Now, for you audio listeners who aren't looking at any photographs, and can't remember what Manor's drums look like. They are blue Premier HTS 800s with silver hardware. And silver chrome, I should say. And the Pearl uh, bass drum is the same. It's like a blue with a black fade with black hoops on it and stuff. So, there you go. Yeah, go and contact Manor Cunningham, who are in the middle of selling their drums. Now, also, I have to give a special shout-out to Stuart Little, who was over there for the Ponoco, I think, um, event and everything. But the reason why I'm giving him a shout-out is because he was piping... At the Keighley event, after the Ponoco kind of, you know, events, And um, the reason why I'm distracted is because it's actually coming up on my screen here now. And Stuart is playing a Keighley set on Highland Pipes whilst dancing. And it's just epic. Now... <laughs> <laughs> There's a large crowd now in here. I could see Andrew Elliott, a couple of the guys out of Inverary who were there as well as part of the you know the alumni. I think who were over there helping. I think Stephen McWhorter was over there as well. Uh, but they they were all on the floor dancing as Stuart was playing and dancing at the same time. So it was just fantastic stuff. Do yourself a favor. Go to the Rab Show on Facebook. Find that video. It is it's hilarious and it's just simply brilliant too to see. ...that all these guys can dance and enjoy themselves... ...and that's what makes it funny... ...that they're all just having the best crack... ...but also... ...that he can play Kaylee tunes without missing a beat... ...while spinning and jumping on the floor... ...stuart, you're a legend, mate... ...so, yeah, I was very happy to share that video out there... ...fantastic stuff... ...okay, so go and check that out... ...it's on the Rab Show uh, Facebook page... ...also on the Rab Show Facebook page... ...is something quite special... ...that good mate of the show, Mr Joe Brady... Joe, you legend! Joe, you legend! Joe Brady is an absolute legend. Now, why is Joe Brady a legend? Well, um, not only does he know how to wear a pair of glasses with style, but he also manages <laughs> he managed to create a Spotify playlist of last week's podcast. Now, we spoke about all of our favourite bagpiping recordings, and mainly the pipe bands. And Joe created a Spotify playlist that's just epic that's just brilliant so thank you joe for that so of course he has bog hall inspired in belfast i think the only album he didn't put on there was polkama and i don't think that was it wasn't done on purpose i just don't think it's available on spotify so yeah thank you joe for that you know taking the onus and putting that together um it's fantastic so go and check it out we have shared the link of course ...on the Big Rab Show Facebook page to that Spotify playlist for all the recordings I mentioned on last week's show. Go and check it out on our top five list. Alright, now I'm very aware we're nearly an hour into the podcast and we're still going through news stories. So let's go through some briefly, shall we? Shout out to Rivara Pipe Band who had a civic reception there with Ards and North Down Borough Council. Their drum corps received special recognition by Newton Ards Council... Uh, or Ards and North Down, sorry, uh, their district council by recognising them as being Grade Two World Champions, and uh, yeah, congratulations to everyone there at Rivara, and uh, yeah, shout out to Ards and North Down for holding such an event, fantastic stuff. Hmm. Also, another exciting announcement um, by a, a bunch of guys from the Celtic music scene, Project Smoke or S M O K is how you pronounce you know, if you're typing it out, they just left out the E for some reason. Uh, Project Smoke are, yeah, they're releasing a debut album. Now, I've been following these guys for quite a while, and it's they're only getting around to recording this now. They've been involved in the Celtic music scene now for a good few years, and are possibly one of my favourite live acts. Now, if you haven't actually seen anything from Project Smoke, then go and check it out, stick it into your search engine of choice. Project Smoke, that's S-M-O-K, and you'll find them... At the minute, whenever they give some details on this album, they are working alongside some such people as Mike Vass and Jake Hutton, who are going to be the engineering on the whole thing. Oh, this is all sorts of exciting. So I love these guys at Project Smoke. They're one of my favorite live acts, like I said, from the Celtic music scene. And uh, I'm very excited to hear what this is going to bring. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about Winter Storm, shall we? Yeah, Winter Storm's just around the corner. You might not think it, but January's not that far away. Uh, so, yeah, first of all, let's talk... Why, why am I talking about Winter Storm? Well, the deadline for your entries need to be in by December 1st. <laughs> so if you are planning on competing at Winter Storm, you need to go to their website now, just as by way of a reminder, and get your entries in before December 1st. Okay? We've put a link to the forms and everything that you need to complete. It's all on the Rab Show Facebook page, as always. Uh, but, yeah, go and visit the Winterstorm website. If you are planning on competing, that's where you need to go. Go now. Put your details in and avoid disappointment because your deadline is the 1st of December. Now, I'm going to run through. They have actually published their faculty for this incoming year. Uh, as to all these people who will be providing workshops and such. So, these are the ones that you're going to be bumping into now have to say, this is subject to change apparently, so it's not finalised. So there could be more, there could be less. But let's run through the list first of all. Kicking things off for tenor drumming, Jordan Bailey, of course. We also have Callum Beaumont as well. Callum will be there, fantastic stuff. We also have Murray Blair... Awesomeness. Murray will be there. We have Gordon Brown, of course, from Bog Hall. Awesome. We have Hugh Cameron as well, looking after the snare drum. And we also have Stephen Cameron, or Stephen Crichton. Uh, let we'll Stephen Cameron. Uh, Stephen Crichton, of course, will be looking after. He'll be a performer, adjudicator, all that on the day. We'll also have Dougie. Andrew Douglas, of course, he'll be performing on the day, so Andrew will be there as well. We also have Ian Duncan. Awesome stuff. Ian will be there looking after the piping end. We also have Alistair Dunn. Awesome stuff. Uh Margaret Dunn as well. Uh we see Ken Eller. Everyone knows Ken. Ken is an absolute legend. Of course he's gonna be there. We also have John Fisher. Uh Steve Foley. Go on, Steve, you legend. Yep, Steve Foley will be there. We have uh Christina Hanks as well. Brilliant stuff to have Christina there. We have Simon Hodgett, of course, looking after the town and drum and end, because he plays well of course he plays with large at We have Matt Klein as well. We have Jack Lee. The legend that is Jack Lee. We also have Terry there as well. Terry Lee. We have Stuart Little that I've just mentioned, of course. We have R.S. MacDonald. Wow. We have Norman MacLeod. Or as everyone over here knows him, I think it's Haggis, is it? Yeah, so Norman MacLeod will be there. Uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, we also have Roddy McLeod will be there looking after the piping end as well. We have Willie McCallum. Stephen McWhorter. Are you starting to get a bit of a picture here? We have Duncan Miller. Fred Morrison! Fred Morrison! Yep, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. We have Jason Pacquiao as well. And, of course, Richard Parks, MBE. Richard Parks will be there. We have Jim Sim as well. I think you're getting the picture here by now. We have Eric Ward. and we haven't seen Eric in a while, actually. I think he took this past couple of seasons out. So, awesome to see him there. We have Tristan Wilson as well. and There will be more. I could tell you that now. So, that's the full list from... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't mean to go into the full list, but yeah, the full faculty is up there now. They've announced it all. And if you are interested in reading the details about those folks, it's all up there. Go and read it for yourself. But trust me, most of us here in the bagpiping world know know who these people are. Winter Storm just seems to get better and better and better. And by God, I wish I could go to it. You know, <laughs> I keep saying this each and every year. Uh, it's one of those, you know, bucket list events that I would just love to go to. Uh, Who knows? Some year I may go. Now, the reason why I'm saying I may go is because anything's possible now at this stage. I honestly thought that I would never get to the United States. And hey, in 2019, I was at the Stone Mountain Highland Games, which seems like all sorts of a weird dream by now. So, yeah, you know, winter storm, it's possible. I could head over there, but uh, not in the near future. I don't know. Need a lotto win or something. Oh, God, I would love to get to Winterstorm. So if you are interested in going to Winterstorm, go now. Check the website. They've just updated it with tons of new details for this upcoming year 2020. Go and register if you're interested in playing before December 1st. And the full faculties all up there, full details, all sorts of goodness. Go and check it out. All right. Also, I have to give a brief shout-out to the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Speaking of Callum Beaumont there earlier, Callum Beaumont is going to be at Winter Storm, but he's also going to be at the Celtic Thanksgiving concert hosted by the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Yay! This will be held at the Clark County Library. Uh, So there you go, in sunny Las Vegas. So this is Saturday, November the 30th, so depending, of course, on when you're listening to this, it may have already passed. For information on tickets and stuff, go to lasvegaspipeband.org forward slash concert, and you'll get to see Callum doing his thing. Yeah, I'm very excited for that, yeah. So shout out to Callum Beaumont, very excited to see you're making the trip over to Vegas, mate, and yeah, I hope you have a real fantastic show. And to everyone there at the Las Vegas Pipe Band, hope you have a real good show too, guys, looking forward to it. Uh, Right, speaking of shows, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland has been uploading all sorts of rehearsal footage. Yes, we've shared out on the Rab Show Facebook page, as always. Now, these kids are working incredibly hard, and for the longest time, we didn't know why. We were listening to all these tunes like Grands and Hector the Hero, and all these big concert sets with back-end bands and full drum corps, and it sounded Brilliant. Again, these kids would just melt your face, man. They're insane. Now, incredibly talented. Now, we didn't know why they were rehearsing. What's what's going on? There was no planned concert. There was no announcement. There was just rehearsal for rehearsal's sake. And then suddenly came the announcement, ah, By the way, <clears throat> we're going to be holding a massive, massive, massive concert in Edinburgh. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland are back on stage again. And this time their concert is entitled Decade by the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. This will be on Saturday the 8th of February. Get that in your diary. This will be held on the Edinburgh Corn Exchange. So if you are in the Edinburgh area... You need to get tickets for this. I can't stress it enough. This is one show you will not want to miss. So Saturday, February 8th, 2020. uh, Doors open at 7.30. You need to grab tickets for it. I think 16 quid 50 for a ticket, I think. Um, They are limited to 10 tickets per person because I think they had problems before with people bulk buying. Uh, So go and check them out. You can get more information, of course, on the National Piping Centre website. Go and grab your tickets for this concert, man. You will not regret it. All right, the piping news is still rolling on, man. This podcast is going to roll on again. Uh, all right, let's fly. Uh, Glenrothes and districts are in recruitment mode. They are looking for pipers and drummers of all varying different degrees uh, of experience and everything but the band have just been newly upgraded to grade 3b and if you do have experience it is preferable so if you would like to take up the challenge of playing in grade 3b this incoming season there's your chance Glenrothes and district pipe band are looking for people to fill out the ranks so if you are interested you can contact them you can contact them over social media there you go Also, speaking about the National Piping Centre, I just mentioned their website there briefly. They have just announced that the National Piping Centre Junior Piping Competition has just launched. It'll be held on Saturday the 15th of February 2020. And uh, yeah, if you are interested in entering, for full information on this, you have to be aged under 18 is the specification, but there's loads of other specifications that you need over there to enter. Uh, I'm not going to rhyme through them now, but you can. Go and check the National Piping Centre website. You need to be under 18 to enter, and your entry forms need to be in before Friday, the 31st of January 2020. So there you go. You've been warned. Also, uh, one of the stipulations, actually, just reading through this, is actually quite interesting. They require all participants in this competition, who are aged under 18, by the way, they require all of them. ...to use hearing protection. Hmm, now that's a requirement of the competitors. So that's interesting. That's interesting to me. Yeah, don't think that's been a requirement before... ...on previous competitions. So, hmm, interesting. Yes. Okay, now one such news story that dropped... ...that was, uh, yeah, actually really, really sad. (sighs) Yeah, I have to say... ...I don't know, it's heartbreaking actually. A, A bit of a news story dropped... About drum sergeant of the Chicago Stockyard Kiltie Band. Uh, yeah, Brian Conroy apparently had passed away this past week. So, yeah, from all of us on the Big Rab Show, yeah, our heartfelt sympathies go out to all of his friends and all of the members of the Chicago Stockyard Kiltie Band, to, to all of you guys. Yeah, just sincere condolences and... uh I don't know. I'm sure Brian will be sorely missed. I think he's been part of that band now for quite a while. And uh yeah, again, you know, I don't think I've ever met Brian, uh, but I do know some of the members of that band of the Chicago Stockyard Kilty band. And um yeah, it's just a very sad loss whenever you hear of someone like this passing suddenly. Uh so all of us in the rap show want to pass on our sincere heartfelt condolences to all of you. It's just never easy uh hearing stories like this. It's just horrible uh so yeah heartfelt condolences to everyone there ah uh, such such a sad loss um moving on from that we have to fly on i'm afraid uh, to everyone who has sent in emails this past week keep them coming we do hope to plan and put together a specialist episode of the big rab show podcast like we might might have mentioned this before where we hope to answer ...all of your questions. We hope to answer everything that comes through the door... ...as a question for The Big Rab Show. So, I'll put that out there right now. Uh, we are putting this episode together quite soon. We have done this before. We called them Q&A episodes. We do hope to do another one quite soon. So, yes, get your questions in. And we will put together a specialist Q&A episode for ourselves. And uh, hopefully we'll answer all of your questions. Questions such as... Uh, ...does The Big Rab Show hit Chander And the answer would be no. Actually, I'm a fan. Okay, a little bit of a news story that kind of flew in under the radar with ourselves before we get into this week's topic of the week. Uh, There's leadership changes uh, from New Zealand's Canterbury, Caledonian. Did you guys manage to catch this? Yeah, Canterbury, Caledonian has some leadership changes. Uh, Michael Jenkins has been appointed lead drummer for at least the next year after uh, Braden Drummond resigned. Now, Drummond has been part of the band there at Canterbury for this past three years, I think, according to my research. And, uh, yeah, he made the decision after the Worlds to step down. Apparently, he had plans to travel overseas. So, the band has now got a brand new lead tipper in Michael Jenkins. So, well done, Michael. Uh, the band also revealed that they have a brand new pipe sergeant as well in Liam Kernaghan. Uh, uh, they revealed pipe sergeant Liam Kernahan sorry, has left the band. <laughs> what am I talking about? Uh, the band has also revealed that Pipe Sergeant Liam Kernahan has left the band. Is what I meant to say. Uh, Kernahan is a rising star on the world solo piping scene. That is definitely for sure, and has been with the band apparently uh, for this last ten years, and has been in the pipe, you know, the pipe major role, the pipe sergeant role uh, for this past three. So I could just about read my own script here. So yeah, it's interesting times. I think at the band's at Canterbury, guys at Canterbury. It's just going to be a bit of a, a bit of a shake up, I think. And um interesting. Interesting change. Interesting changes. And if anything, I, yeah, I wish the guys at would be very well, you know, into this next coming future because seeing changes like this could either bode well for the banner, or could yeah. Yeah, could show that the the foundations are shaky. But I really hope I'm wrong. So yeah. I don't know. We didn't speak about it on previous podcasts and uh, as you can tell I probably should have, shouldn't have talked about it in this week's because I couldn't even read my own script. Uh, things that rap got wrong. But yeah, shout out to Canterbury and your leadership changes. I hope you know, a fresh set of leadership shows a new sense of direction and who knows, a newfound gusto when it comes to comp- competing. So there we go. Good luck to you guys at Canterbury and we hope the good music continues. Alright. Time to fly on. And uh, yeah, let's finally get into this week's topic of the week. Again, I can just see the people angrily emailing away. Your podcasts are too long. Shut your face. Uh, I have to get off the bus now and go to work. Well, at this point, if you are getting off the bus and going to work, I hope you have a good day at work. Have a good one. Please don't let your boss shout at you for too much. And if your boss does shout at you, then just think to yourself, eh, duh, sure, what odds? I've got the Big Rab Show to listen to on the way home... ...because it's going to go on for at least another half hour... (laughs) ...while I go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the Topic of the Week. The Horace Kilt Company. 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Offering high quality garments with unique styles... ...enough to cover any wedding, formal event... ...or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150, Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes including Henderson's and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets and bespoke highland wear including sparns and cap badges LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum core needs a new look, then they can help you with a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest axial line from the British Drum Company. Do you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry? You can contact Jeremy at sales at lonestarpiper.com. lonestarpiper.com. Check them out. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to the Big Rab Show. (laughs) Topic of the week time. Now, if only you guys know what just happened, I'll fill you in. It's a bit of crack, of nothing else. Well, the topic of the week rolls around. You guys know I literally say it each week I go and make myself a big cup of tea. So I did. I normally, at this point, hit stop on the recorder and I go into my house and I make myself a cup of tea, say hello to the wife and kids. And then I come back out again with my cup of tea and normally sit here and have a drink of my tea and contemplate the topic and then mix some notes and things and all the rest and what I'm going to talk to you about. And then I think, right, okay, cup of tea's finished, time to start topic of the week. And that's a full behind the scenes look of how I do this. <laughs> now, what just happened? I came in, <laughs> sat down in my chair as normal with my cup of tea beside me and uh yeah, made my notes and everything, and I'm about to start hitting record. And I pressed record, and uh, nothing. Silence. Couldn't hear anything. I thought, oh, no. And I thought, oh, hold on. Maybe it's my headphones, right? So I go and get myself another set of headphones, go back into the house, get another set of headphones. They didn't work. And I was like, What's going on? What's going on? Why is this not working? Oh, no. Don't tell me I've broke another recorder. Ah. And then I remembered my microphone does this. Oh, yes. I can switch my microphone on and off. There's a switch on the microphone. Ah. Right. So, full disclosure. Yes, my recorder's working perfectly. It's my stupid microphone with the stupid on-off switch that you just heard. And, uh. Yeah, I forgot clean all about the on-off switch and wondered why nothing was working. I thought there was a panic and I was going to start screaming. Ah! at half a podcast done. But no, here we are. Topic of the week is on. And uh, yeah, it's quite a good topic this week, actually. This was suggested by a good listener of the show, Richard. Thank you, Richard. You did not want your surname mentioned on the podcast, mate, so thank you. But you are Awesome. By the way, and if you would like to help uh, suggest an, uh, you know a topic of the week, you can. Email us, just like Richard did. Email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. What topics would you love us to discuss? This week's topic is quite a juicy one. And in Richard's email, he does go into quite some detail. And uh, I'm not going to delve into every single bit of detail here, because some of it's quite controversial. But, yeah, there are some suggestions around his topic that could be plausible. Hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I'll draw my own conclusions at the end of this week's topic. And you'll see, if, you'll see why. Yeah. The topic of the week this week is can you cheat to win? Can you cheat in this bagpiping competitive world? Um, because, yeah. At the very start of his email, Richard says, Hey, Rob. Big fan of the show. And listen every single week since episode 120. Uh, the only all the way back then, Richard. So you're only just getting caught up now. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, He says, suggestion for topic of the week is can you cheat to win? You talk about the competitive bagpiping world as you would do the same as competitive sports. You said that you're an NFL fan and there has been some accusations of cheating by various other teams and players, such as uh, Tom Brady. What is that? What is it written there? Aye. Yeah. (laughs) lost my track so yeah there has been accusations of cheating in the nfl as well as other sports uh is there cheating or can you cheat to win in the bagpiping world if you're that adamant to lift spiky at the world can you cheat the game to win the big one and then he goes into various different points of reference as to ways he thinks that you can cheat um, so, Richard, just to answer your email, being very cryptic to all our listeners who haven't got your email and haven't read it, but you did ask me not to read the rest of it, <laughs> or give your surname, uh, So, which is fine. I respect your anonymity. Uh, I am allowed to use your first name, which is fine. There's bound to be tons of Richards out there. Uh, so, yeah, they did go into quite some detail on some topics, and uh, nah, I don't think. On the topics that you spoke about, Richard, no, I don't think so. Now, I'm going to... ...talk about some topics of my own that have been suggested in my time in the bagpiping world... ...about possible ways that you might be able to cheat. Hmm. Now, I'm going to shut all of these down, possibly. Now, you guys could possibly disagree with me, and I would love to know your thoughts on this. Do you really think that there is a way to cheat the system? And to cheat your way to winning the big one? Hmm. Interesting. It would be an interesting one. Okay, the number one suggestion on my list of ways that you could possibly cheat, and I've heard about this before, is whenever a band comes to be getting graded. Yeah, it's been suggested quite a lot that sometimes bands are put in the wrong grade. Yes, all oh, the bands shouldn't be in that grade. They're far too strong for that grade. They should be at least two or three grades over that. You know, they should be up, further up the ladder. They shouldn't be in that grade. Ah, oh, they're far too good. Now... I would hazard a guess that this is the responsibility of the music board. Now, RSPBA, as you guys know here in the UK, have a music board, which have judges on there as well as actual band members themselves who make up the music board. It's their job to make sure that bands are in the appropriate grade, that they are sufficiently challenged. Now, that is the biggest word in their kind of... um, Mission statement, I think, for the music board. What they're supposed to do. They're supposed to challenge bands whenever they're grading them. Now, we did talk about various gradings and stuff and movements throughout the year from bands being upgraded. So, yes, there has been speculations that sometimes bands have an incredibly strong season and just win all year long. And people say, oh, they're far too strong for that grade. They shouldn't be in there. I would kind of, you know, I would err on the side of the other argument. I would say that that band are working their tail off. If a band is playing incredibly well and winning prizes each and every week, I would not be shouting, oh, they shouldn't be in that great. I would be shouting, that band are working their backsides off and listen to them. They sound amazing. Now, if a band. Works real hard and wins prizes all round them, then they're ridiculed. People go, ah, oh, come on, winning again. Here we go, blah blah blah. First place goes to these guys again. Uh huh, yawn yawn. And um, no one ever really says, well, fair play to you. You know, i have worked like stupid crazy people all winter, and here you are. You're whooping everybody's tail. Fair play to you. You know, no one ever really thinks like that. Us in the bagpiping world, we always kind of think the opposite, saying, oh, you guys are too strong for the grid. you shouldn't be in there, you're doing other people out of a prize, you know, you're not challenged in there. Of course they're challenged. Now, there has been occasion, granted, where bands have been suddenly upgraded mid-season. And that has happened before. Now, there has been occasion where bands go... Uh, And, you know, win prizes all around them and just make it look effortless. And sometimes the music board do look at that and, you know, they actually watch performances. They listen actively to bands when they're competing and they think to themselves, well, maybe you shouldn't be in there, you know. And then they have a big meeting and all of that's all considered. And then the decision then finally goes. And, yeah, it's either approved or disapproved and you're upgraded or downgraded. Sometimes it can't go the other way. You know, Say you are being whooped every single week and uh, you're going in that grade and coming flat last every week and it's very disheartening for everyone. Now, the last thing the association want is that band to fall by the wayside and have their membership just leave them because it's never fun getting absolutely trashed every week. You know, If you're coming flat bottom of the table every single week... And you're trying and trying and trying. And no matter what you do, you just can't get lifted off that bottom spot. Well, of course, that will draw the music board's attention. And they will downgrade you. And um, with a view that you may be better challenged in a different grade. Someone at maybe an easier level. And maybe give you that opportunity to win a prize or two. You know, and then start to rebuild. We've spoke about that before. You know, about how grading's... ...of bands could either be the making or the breaking of them. Uh, Upgrades sometimes are there to be provided as a challenge... One such band that I think will be going for a challenge this year... ...will be Klaus Kelp. Everyone's talking about them. They've had a fantastic couple of years in Grade 2. I've spoke nothing but great things about Klaus Kelp ...over this past couple of years in Grade 2. They're simply outstanding. And I can't wait to see how they're going to tackle... ...the big Grade 1 monster. Getting upgraded into the top flight is never easy. And a band like Klaus Kelp, who we know can play will be incredibly interesting to watch in Grade 1. How are they going to shake down? Are they going to go into Grade 1 and really get the bit between their teeth and fight it out and try and hit that top 10? Or are they going to flounder and hit the bottom 2, 3 of the table each week and possibly get downgraded? Remains to be seen. But that's what it's about. Bands get upgraded, downgraded, and they have to be sufficiently challenged. So that's what I would say. So, yeah, people say that sometimes you can deliberately have your band placed in a grade that's too easy and you can go in there and just win all round. I would counter-argue and say, no, I don't think that's possible. The guys at the music board do take an active interest in the grading of every single band. Um, There isn't any band I really know that falls through the cracks. Uh, They do actively watch performances because these guys on the music board are judges. They are actively judging competitions, and also they're spectators and they're fans like 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 us. Do you know what I mean? They follow the results, they watch performances, and they draw their own conclusions. And then they report back to the music board and say, "Well, you know, I had to listen to this band today. They didn't win anything, but I did think the standard was still reasonably high. I still thought, you know, they're reasonably challenged in that grade." So that's what that is. I don't think you can cheat that way by getting put in the wrong grade. Sorry. Now, the next one has been talked about to death on another podcast, and that's ringers. <laughs> Hashtag ringers. Yeah, this has been spoke about on the Chanderad podcast now for about three, four weeks. And, um, yeah, bringing in ringers. Now, uh, my own opinion on this is bringing in individual ringers to hopefully, uh, you know, give you that extra bit of a boost You know, to possibly win the big prize. Um, I don't think it can happen, to be honest. Um, Ringers, uh, I don't think really has an opportunity to exist. Now, whenever they discuss ringers, they're obviously talking about big grade 1, grade 2 players uh, going down and playing in grade 4A, grade 4B bands. Um, It does happen, but there are in the rules, there are certain rules around it as to what can be allowed and what can't be you know, and especially here in the UK, you have to be registered with a band for so long before you can actually physically compete with them. And so that puts, you know, that puts a stop on a lot of that. And also, if you are a grade one band member, uh, you can also play with your home band, but I think you have to be the pipe major. I think that's how it works. Uh, I think, you know, uh, there are tons of other rules around this about your own personal grading and then the band that you want to play with and their grading. There are tons of rules all about this in the RSPBA. Now, we've spoke about this about... uh, I'm sure you guys know the whole City of Whitehorse situation and they flew in a load of players from the UK to go and play with the City of Whitehorse. And that whole debacle, I think at that time, they actually managed to get disqualified and all sorts of... That was all sorts of a mess. Um, So... Yeah, this has been a topic for a while about flying in players. Now, flying in players is something that isn't new. I have mentioned it before on previous Rab shows. I've mentioned it on Fuse. And hundreds and thousands of bands do this on a daily basis. They fly in players from around the world to come and play with them. I myself flew in to North Texas to play with them for Stone Mountain. And uh, yeah, do I class myself as a ringer? I've already said it before. No. Yes, I have experience, but I haven't played in years. I could not be classed as a ringer. But there has been, you know, talk of other bands, not just at Stone Mountain, but at other competitions. Oh, they flew in like five grade two players to go and play in their grade three B band. And all all these kind of accusations get flown around the place. But the rules are there to protect bands from this from actually happening. Do I think that individual hashtag ringers could make a difference? No, I honestly don't think so. But bands such as Field Marshal have international players. St. Lawrence has international players. Uh, Simon Fraser, 78th. Simon, come on, there's hundreds of thousands of bands who fly players around the world on a daily basis. In Grade 1 and in Grade 2, Grade 3, Grade 4... You know, the exchange of players now is simply international and, you know, looking after the gradings of each individual player and where they're playing can be nothing short of a minefield. There's been tons of suggestions as to how to counteract this and how to possibly stop it from happening. Um, whether I think it needs to happen or not, I don't know. I honestly don't think so. I don't think one individual player makes a difference. Any more than four to five players. Then perhaps you are talking about a significant difference there. Uh, But essentially I don't really think it is an issue. Flying in ringers as such. Yes it can give you an advantage. Because that ringer could help set you up. uh, You know help tune your band. Or you know give the drum chord direction on a few scores here and there or something. I don't know. Ringers I honestly don't think are an issue you guys could possibly disagree with me but you know whenever you look at the bagpiping world internationally bands all around the world fly players in and out all the time there seems to be an open exchange of players and experience levels and abilities and yeah there are rules in place for various competitions if you want to compete in a certain grade and you are graded as you know a grade higher as a player Then you need to jump through some hoops if you want to make it possible. Or perhaps it just isn't possible at all. So yeah. There are rules in place here in the UK. To prevent big grade 1 players playing in grade 4B bands at a certain level. There are all sorts of rules and regulations and all of that sort of stuff. They are there. So as long as everyone is sticking within the rule books. Essentially I don't think there is a problem. But... I'm sure you guys can disagree with me. I can just see the emails coming in now. Ah, Rob, you're wrong. That's fine. I'm quite happy to be wrong. I can just see the angry emails coming in now. BigRabShow at gmail.com That's one way that people suggest that you could cheat. By flying in ringers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another way that you could possibly cheat the system that has been suggested... And this one's a controversial one, and uh, I could honestly say with hand on heart that this does not happen. Alright, now I've spoken to quite a lot of people about this suggestion, and the mere mention of it just sparks all sorts of madness. So, what am I talking about? I'm being very cryptic. Uh, How can you cheat your way to the the top? Well, it's been suggested bribery. Yeah, I mentioned that on the podcast. It's been suggested that some of the judges could be open to bribery. Write them a little brown envelope. Put some cash in it. Here you go, Mr. Judge. Here's 50 quid. Can we win a wee prize this weekend? (laughs) Now, can I honestly tell you now that this is absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Categoric nonsense and if a judge was to ever receive a bribe such as this, um, that band would be absolutely hauled through the coals and possibly banned from the association. I'll tell you that now. Um, most judge well I say most, all judges that I have spoken to have said that this has never happened and probably will never happen. Will never happen. It's been suggested by people out there in the bagpiping world saying, Ah, you know, they only won because they give a wee brown envelope. Now, see these wee brown envelopes? I don't know where they are. Or even if they exist. Because I can tell you now that they don't. (laughs) I don't know where people are getting this idea that, Oh, bribery. Oh, bribery. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, they're paying. They're paying X amount of pounds to all these judges. And they're all paid... You know, it's, it's like a movie script. It reads like something out of The Godfather. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He came to me and I give him an offer he couldn't refuse. And I give him the Scottish Championships. I, shut up. You're absolutely full of nonsense. I, I don't know where uh, I don't know where these stories come from. The mere suggestion of it honestly is insulting to our judge and panel. And uh, I have to fight the judge's corner on this one. Sorry, everyone. Um, I know you may well think I dance on the fence sometimes... ...but this time I'm wholeheartedly not dancing on the fence. I'm giving a very strong opinion here. I can tell you now... ...bribery does not happen in the bagpiping world... ...in account for our judges. They do not get brown envelopes. I don't care who you are. No brown envelopes have been exchanged... and ...because of the sheer risk value involved. Imagine if you had the brass neck on you... ...to go over to a judge to say... here. We've just seen that you have been drawn as judge for a major this year. And that judge will either answer yes or no. And yeah, uh what of it? Well, here you go. Here's a wee envelope of a wee present for you. A couple of grand. uh, Just so you see our boys right then on the weekend. Alright, see you later. Bye bye. Now what do you think that judge's reaction would be? Oh, thanks very much. I'll throw that in my pocket. And yep. I see you on Saturday, mate, no bother at all. I'll make sure that you're top of the heap. Do you seriously think that happens? Like seriously. People legitimately they some people legit believe this. And it's absolute balderdash. It's absolute nonsense. So I'll put it out here. Very strong opinion on my behalf. This is nonsense and if if anyone out there wants to prove it otherwise, go ahead. But until I hear it from an actual judge, then I will say that it's absolute nonsense. (laughs) Sorry, I'm holding my hands up now and I'm getting getting all hot and steamy. Yeah, my honest opinion is brown envelopes do not exist in the bagpiping world. Bribery is not a thing. It does not happen. And the mere suggestion of bribery is insulting to our judging panel. I have to be honest, Uh, if I was a judge and I was accused of accepting bribes, I, I would just... Hang my head in shame, to be honest i don't i don't know that accusation itself is just an insult, so does it happen in my opinion no it doesn 't I have yet to see any evidence of it at all. I am not aware of it ever happening or even being considered i 've never heard of a band even trying it, and if they did they I am sure they would be handed a hefty ban, and you know the mere suggestion of you know anything untoward with regards to bribery. Both the judge would get hauled for it and the band would get absolutely hauled for it as well. And the membership, everybody involved, it's just, you know, a horrible situation. So do I think it happens? No, I do not. So do you think you can cheat by bribing? Absolutely not. So there you go. Hope I've answered that one relatively clear. Now, the next one is I kind of agree with this. Now, I don't know. The last point, I think, for topic of the week. Do I think you can cheat to win? ...by using technology. Hmm. Now, this was an interesting one. Now, the reason why it's interesting is because I've done a bit of research on this... ...and I do think it is possible to cheat here. Now, far be it from me to tell people how to cheat... (laughs) (laughs) ...but I don't think there's any rules against this. So it's not really cheating... That's just frowned upon. Now, what am I talking about? Well, the use of technology in the circle. Now, I did mention on a previous podcast talking all about apps where, yeah, you can actually have a metronome clicking in your ear to give you the tempo. Now, I've seen it happen before. There's pipe majors standing on the line and they hold the little thing up to their ear and you hear it beeping. Deep. And they're beating the tempo out, and then they start stamping to the beat of that metronome. They put the metronome in their sparring, and then they say, Well, alright, quick, march. Now, did that little device in that pipe major's ear give him an unfair advantage? Hmm. Difficult to know. I have actually seen video footage of bands going on and competing, and the entire band have earpieces in. All of them are wearing earpieces with a wire going down their shirt. Now, it was discovered, looking at some of the comments and stuff underneath the video, that the band had earpieces in because they were all wired to a collective metronome. The band was playing to a click track. <laughs> now you know you see some live concerts and stuff and you see some of these big bands on stage now and they're all using in ear monitors. Now sometimes these bands play to click tracks, so you could be singing and dancing and playing guitar and you have this dip boop 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 dip boop boop going on your ear kind of thing. Well, this pipe band was doing that too. They made use of that technology. Every band member had a earpiece in one ear and the other ear was open. And um yeah, they all had one click track. ...going in their ear. Is that cheating? I don't know. If you could go on there... ...and play Maggie Crammerin... ...with a click track in your ear... ...you're a good one. <laughs> i take my hat off to you. Uh, some people would class it as cheating though. Because you could really focus on that click track... ...and be absolutely... ...on the money, on the rhythm... ...and never falter. Now... Is that what judges are looking for, though you know they're looking for a faultless technical performance with everything on the beat on time in rhythm. Do you know what I mean? Are they looking for that click track performance? Mm, I don't know, but is it yeah, it does give you an unfair advantage? Some could say yes, some could say no, of course it doesn't give you an unfair advantage. you know technology's there to be used. have at it go for it. Now, I can't remember the name of the band. Now, you guys, I'm sure, will email me in about this. But there has been a band before where we spoke about it here in the podcast. There was a drum corps. And one of the drummers walked into the circle playing a medley. I think this was in grade one. And everyone was looking at this one particular snare drummer who, whenever they play the 40s, every, you know, the drum corps stops and then joins in, stops and then joins in. And the first, you know... The first way through the part. So whenever they're playing their double forties. Uh, or as the guys in the US call them. Chips. Whenever you're lifting your sticks. This guy was furiously swiping. At a screen. Now this screen was seen to be attached. Between his drum harness. And his drum. So. You had drum harness on the front of him that sat against his belly. And then you had a wee tiny screen, which looked to be like a mobile phone. Or even, you know, a very small phone type thing. And then between the phone then was the drum head. So he was drumming away, and then lifting the sticks, and then swipe, swipe, swipe. And then drum, 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 and then swipe, swipe, drum, drum, swipe. So he was swiping with one hand, and then getting his grip back on the stick again. Playing again, and then swiping. And nobody knew what the devil was this guy doing. And then it came to light that the guy was sight reading. He didn't know the scores. He hadn't got them memorised. He didn't memorise the score, but he had the sheet music on his phone. So he carried his phone into the arena, mounted on his drum harness, and was using his phone to flick through the sheets of music. So as he moved on to the next part, flick, and he started playing and sight reading this in the circle. In front of a judge. In front of a massive crowd on a massive grandstand with big cameras and TV screens everywhere. Thousands of people watching you. And your foot footering on your phone, swiping through sheet music. Now, how he managed to do this, I'll never know. Because concentrating in a grade one arena, getting through and opening hornpipe and straight into the next tune. And this guy still swiping away like crazy. If you had time to concentrate on what's on that small screen and sight reading that, never mind what else is going on around you—you what your lead drummer's doing, what the guy next to you's doing, what's the bass drummer doing, what's the you know pipe major doing? I, pff, I don't know. Do I think that gave him an unfair advantage? Some people would argue, yes, it did, because he didn't know the scores, he hadn't memorised, and a lot of people at the time argued, saying that that's part of. Being in competitive pipe bands, you need to memorize your music. Everything is performed from memory. Now, it's not just this drummer using technology with this phone on his, you know, drum. There was this other guy that I remember. He didn't use technology, but he did write it out on paper and he sellotaped it to his arm. He wrote the pipe score out on his arm and went into the arena, started playing, and every now and again just looked down at his arm. And was reading the score from his tunic. And he was accused of cheating. Now the band were not disqualified. I have to tell you. On both occasions. I think both that grade 1 drummer. um, There was no rule against it. There's no rule against reading score music in the circle. So both that piper who was reading from his arm. And that drummer who was reading from his phone. uh, Were perfectly allowed to do that. There's no rule against it. So, the argument then is, is that cheating? When everyone else takes the time to memorize their scores and their tunes, why are these people allowed to walk in there and carry in sheet music with them? Surely that's against the rules. They're cheating. Hmm. But do you know what? No matter what side of the conversation you fall on, it's still an interesting conversation to have, isn't it? And honestly, I think the use of technology... It's there to use. I've spoke about this whenever we're talking about the apps and everything. Technology is there to be used at its full advantage. Um, But on these occasions... Is it cheating? It does give you a certain advantage to a degree. But it can also be a hindrance as well. Like that guy who was swiping through screens and stuff. I don't know. Just how much was he concentrating on his playing if he had to swipe through screens? Uh, So, yeah, good luck to you. Uh, So... Yeah, unfair advantage, maybe. Out of push, depending on whether you know you look at it, if you're a great sight reader or something. Uh, I don't know. But is there a possible way to cheat? Mm, in this regard, perhaps it can give you an unfair advantage. Don't know. I would love to know your thoughts on this, though. <laughs> That's this week's topic of the week. You can email me in bigrabshow at gmail.com. ...is the email address again, as always. So, yeah, an interesting topic of the week. And obviously, there are some other controversial ways that people suggest that you can cheat in the bagpiping world. And to date, I have yet to see very little evidence of cheating in the bagpiping world. But if you have a particular story or tale that you would like to tell, or if you completely disagree about me... And my opinions, then certainly email me in. I'd love to hear from you. BigRabShow at gmail.com I can just hear all the emails coming in now talking about ringers and gratings and bribery and technology and all the other stuff. (sighs) This will be stuff that Rab got wrong, won't it? Anyway. Yes, get your emails in, including your questions. We really want your questions, folks. Because like I said, we are going to be putting, putting together a bit of a specialist episode of uh, questions. Specifically, your voicemails. We really want voicemails as well. We'd love to hear those. Now, like I said, happy Thanksgiving to everyone in the United States. Hope you all have the best time. And uh, like I said, the Bills are playing on Thanksgiving. So go Bills! <laughs> it's not easy being a Bills fan, you know, I'm an NFL fan. Uh, so Yeah, it's not easy. Uh, it's been the hard time being a Bills fan. So, I'm sure I've annoyed everybody else who aren't Bills fans and all that. So, yeah, hey, you know, someone has to. Grand. Also, I have to say, if you are going to be shopping for any bagpiping bargains over the course of Black Friday weekend, then definitely let us know. If you do manage to pick yourself up a bargain, then, yeah, let us know. We are interested. Like I said, shout-out to Lone Star Piper, G1 Reads, Harris Kilts, all these amazing companies, Acity uh there's Wallace Bagpipes, uh, let me see, RT Shepherds. There's tons of different websites out there, guys, who are all going to be running all sorts of special promotions, and you're going to want to go and check them all out. So go shop online, grab your bagpiping swag when it's on offer. Why not take advantage of the discounts? Speaking of which... Discounts—you can, you can get the test drive for Dojo Premium for just one dollar. <laughs> Don't forget, check out thebigrabshow.com for all of our various offers and stuff from Rhythm Monsters. Our promo code: Big Rab Monster. Also, you can get the Piper's Dojo uh, Premium. Plus, if you are interested in heading to that uh, tuning event that they run every year, uh, Tuning Clinic. Uh, maybe drop us a line we've got a specific little deal on there so if you are interested in signing up to that definitely give us a shout we have some uh, potential mm, good discounts and stuff that we could offer you for that so yeah there you go (laughs) that's enough said there i think i've maybe said too much already also, to you guys on Patreon, you will be, uh, yeah, you have all sorts of crazy discounts available for the bigrabshow.com forward slash shop. If you want to pick up some Rab Show merch, go over there. And uh, if you are a Patreon faithful, you can get all sorts of special discounts. So, and also, shout out to Patreon. If you do wish to sign up, now is possibly the best time. We've just dropped episodes of Rab Show Plus. I think on the end of last week's episode you heard a little sneak peek of Rab Show Plus, so the latest episode, so hmm, drop that in there, just a little sprinkle of fairy dust in there, just to let you see what's going on back there in Patreon land. Uh, now that's just a little flavour, there's tonnes of other stuff, we have exclusive interviews with people from around the bagpiping world. Tons of backstage videos and performances and all sorts of stuff that is exclusive to Patreon members. Uh, so if you are interested in supporting the show and would like to get your hands on tons of extra bagpiping goodies then for $5. Then, yeah, get your mitts on tons of extra bagpiping goodness from ourselves here at The Big Rab Show. There you go. All right, folks. Thanks so much for downloading this week. Some very strong opinions on this week's podcast. I dare say there will be some emails aplenty flying in. So please do get them coming into us because we, like I said, we will hopefully have a QA episode coming up very soon. We are very soon coming into the holidays. And uh, so, yeah, we will be. <laughs> roaring through the holiday season never missing an episode as always so yeah we'd love to hear from you big show at gmail.com this is the show for the bagpiping folk so the bagpiping folk would need to get involved now by way of repeating myself for full details on your agms don't forget folks get to your agms you need to get to your agms that's where decisions are made. Tell your branch rep, your or your band rep, sorry, your branch band secretary that they need to get to the AGMs. I think I might have mentioned it before. <laughs> only a hundred times rab yeah the agms are upcoming i think it's this weekend or even next uh, over the course of the next two three weeks all the branch agms will be happening and uh yeah next week's podcast hopefully will be an interesting one as we'll be talking all about possibly some of the decisions that were made some of the questions that were raised and hopefully some of the responses that we got so with a bit of luck hopefully we'll get some answers and we'll get some changes happening this incoming week it'll be an interesting one next week's podcast will be a doozy. Alright folks, that's me. I am out the door. Take care of yourself. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and uh yeah, we'll see you all in the podcast next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your merch and to be kept up to date with all the news, views and chat throughout the week. Also check us out on Patreon and become some of the Patreon faithful for loads of extra content for just $5 a month. Until next time guys, thanks for checking out The Rab Show Podcast and we'll see you all next week. All the best.